Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all. Uh, we will start the show with very sad and um, just difficult news all around. It's you know we're not breaking it uh, obviously, but we are on this show in terms of how long and it's it's awful. You know I I like when we talk about football here. Like to be honest with you. But the bad news about us making an NFL news show is sometimes the news is um, NFL adjacent. Uh, and in terms of this particular story, we're talking about Henry Ruggs uh, getting in a car accident, DUI with a fatality, killing a woman. Uh, they just found out, they or they just reported that seconds before the crash, his car was going 156 miles per hour. Um, they and can I just say something? Of course. So as someone who lived in Las Vegas, um, I've been like on the road where it happened. I've driven it multiple times. I've been by the strip countless times and I've seen a lot of crazy shit on the streets of Las Vegas happening and via cars going by me in Las Vegas. And I have never, ever in my whole time there seen someone driving that fast ever, not I even mean- at night. I've and never was, seen it. I don't you know, know how was, you could hit a stretch. Maybe late at night on the highway, but like... That's what's up. It was like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. I think I've been maybe. out that late, and there's like... Yeah, you could hit it for a little bit, but that's like so reckless. And there's cops it's beyond everywhere. Reckless. It's beyond reckless. And, you know, the the checklist is obvious. Like, the, 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 the first thing anybody like would say is like, you're able to afford a... Car Ubers you're, are everywhere. Yeah, like you're able to do these things, so the negligence and the the ideology, whether in the front of that dude's brain or underneath, was that <clears throat> he was invincible and larger than life. And then the same is not true for the person that's dead now because of it. Um, it's horrible. Like I mean, like I mean, that person's just in their car and just gets smashed out of nowhere. Like uh, like somebody going 156 miles per hour. So I just feel so horrible for that family. Um, yeah. And then of course, like I mean, I feel terrible for that family. Uh, I, I I'm sure the Rugs family feels fucking horrible. I mean, this dude could go to prison for a good for a good while. Um, and he you know, likely he, drafted, sh- he likely should. Yeah. And he that- just drafted last year. Like <clears throat> it's a it's a it's. It's one life lost literally, and then an, uh, potentially another life lost figuratively. Um, there's legal. I mean, there's personal implications. There's football and team implications as well. There's a lot at play. That's the thing. It's, it's like, how can we even like? It's so, it's so b- beyond football that like anybody that like brings the aspect of his like career into it, it just makes me sick to my stomach. It's like, let's not. Worry well, they about do. That. Oh, I know. It's like, oh, he's so young. He's got so much to do. Like, it's like, fuck that. This is as this is as selfish as decision making gets, and it's an awful, important reminder of of what not to do. Like, there's nobody, you know, these young these young kids in the NFL when they get in the league, they have those seminars and like conventions where like Chris Carter and LT and like players that did you know crazy shit and turn their lives around uh lives around like kind of talk to these these young rookies and they're like here's what you should do with your money 
be careful you trust. Like, here's all this other stuff. And yeah, these young these young players need guidance, but it's not like the can, rookie symposium and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine? Can you imagine a lesson taught to us like earlier than like driving drunk before we even knew what being drunk was? Like, we were like that was like one of the main things like imbued on children. Like, it's just like there's that's that's like that's like a thing that like the universe agrees on like there's that's one of the very few things in the world where like we're all like yeah don't drive don't drive drunk you know yeah so. i mean it's been hammered into everybody's head it's a huge issue in america like we don't know if this was typical of rugs but it doesn't matter because the the mistake was this grave um his personal like situation is likely gonna completely change for a long time and i mean rightly so with the situation wheel him, rightly wheel so. him into court like with a neck brace on and like you know i'm sure he got absolutely I mean, fucked up if you get in a collision like i mean he didn't die even though it was his fault but however i'm sure he's still pretty fucked up from it yeah i mean they were like he stayed on scene and I, like that was like the initial reports and then when i heard he was going 156 i'm like well no fuck he stayed on scene was he conscious like it, it's just it's just like everything's dialed to 11 it's about as extreme as it can get it's, it's he terrible. had a loaded gun in the car um, yeah yeah there's like, a lot which going on i have no idea what i, I mean like I, I don't know what one has to do with another but it's definitely look I, I i tried to scan through justification and i mean like what kind of benefit of the doubt which i'm not going to give him but like he obviously like you said thought he was larger than life um i mean because i say this only because I lived in Vegas and I spent maybe 20, 25% of my earnings on Ubers. Like they're everywhere. There's pickup points outside of multiple spots on every like casino on the strip and on Fremont. Not only that, like I've known multiple people to leave their car in the parking garage at either yeah. the strip or Fremont and go get it the next day. <laughs> or you'd have a friend drive you to get it the next day, which is more no. likely to save money. Look, and it's nobody's just, perfect. it's absolutely unreal. I mean, nobody's perfect. You don't make probably... that mistake. There's probably lots of, you know, it's, uh, hey, I'd wager to guess that this isn't the first time somebody's drove drunk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's probably lots of times where, it, it, you know, I don't know about rugs, but there's people that you can do it and nothing happens, but like, it's not worth the risk and the risk. You should never do it and you should never have your foot all the way to the fucking floor. That's if what I'm saying. Like, the risk, it. the risk is the loss of life. Like, somebody's dead. And so the fact that, <clears throat> Like when, like when, when we have to talk about stories like this, um, if you know, it's very necessary, but it it sucks. Like it takes the it takes the air out of the room, and that's why I I, I want to start with it because it's without a doubt the biggest story too. This is just like, yeah, I mean, it's dude, so much and also to, to take in. Like uh, it's all fun and games when we're just you know bitching at each other about NFC North jabs, but like when we have to talk about like fucking actual mortality and like egregious crimes being committed, it's it's rough. Going forward, I think a huge aspect of drafting for the Raiders, I mean, this is like, when has this ever happened to team in Las Vegas? Like, Never. there is so Never. much risk in everywhere around you. There's so much temptation. And you just have to be careful because if people are prone to any kind of mistakes, they're going to be amplified in that environment. You just have yeah. to be very careful with who you're picking. You. Like, going forward, I think that team needs to be very selective because you don't want to put people in environments where shit like this could happen. I mean, they're on a... The, the Las Vegas Raiders are on a hot streak of um, 
just like they're dominating storylines. Uh, I was just gonna say, Gruden. This at least Carr has been consistent. Did you Carr see like his dude. comments? Like yeah, at first, I wanted to be mad, and it was like you're Are mad. You mad Derek that he's or not... David? David is a piece of shit. Derek. Yeah, he posted. It was like shit. he but... he's he's so forgiving and Christian about it. And at first, my take is I want him to be more angry about Gruden and Rugs, but at the same time. Maybe he just is that good of a person. And he's yes. He seems like a good guy, man. I, I, when I yeah, saw him, I might have warmed up to him because I mean he was consistent about both. He's like, I'll love him if no one else will. And he was supportive of Gruden. I mean, against their mistakes. Correctly well, he's a, so. He, he seems like a step up to the plate kind of guy. Like he was like you know, he was like, well, What could I have done? Does it did Henry know he could call me at three AM? Like and you know, it's it's just like it, it, he would have, he would have probably driven from Henderson because I assume that's where most of them. He live. seems like a thoughtful fella, and so yeah, I mean, we'll move on. It's a horrible. It's an absolute fucking tragedy. Um, Do you think the audience knows I lived in Las Vegas yet? <laughs> yeah, if not, did if I not did from, I mention that? You did mention it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll move on to uh, the the fella who dominated the offseason storylines. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aiden, I would love for you to give the audience the lowdown and then immediately follow with your opinion. I, we have lots to say. <clears throat> uh, the floor is yours, okay. my friend. So Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Apparently there's like a minor breakout in the Green Bay organization right now, potentially more to follow. This is directly after Aaron was like filmed and photographed at this like Halloween party dressed as John Wick doing all this stuff. People love Aaron right now, by the way, everyone's high on Aaron uh, in the off season or coming into the season. Whenever he fucking finally got in after all the bullshit, they asked him if he's been vaccinated and he like hesitates. He goes, oh, yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, and then he like hedged a bunch like, well, people are really like he started bullshitting. So everyone just assumed within the context that yes, he has had the vaccine. He has not. Apparently, he got some homeopathic uh, process that was attempting to raise his antibody level, and he officially appealed to the NFL, and they said, no, like you are unvaccinated, and you will like suffer the consequences of having to stay away. Um, also, he's been in these press meetings without a mask on, even though the league's rules clearly state that you need to be masked. So he will miss this week's game against the Chiefs, which coming into the season would appear to be a huge marquee matchup. <clears throat> Though the Chiefs are playing really poorly, I would assume they would bounce back and beat an Aaronless Green Bay team. So I think it's an absolute fucking slime ball move when someone asks you if you've been vaccinated for you to basically try to skirt around it. He's a liar. Um, and he's, he's a liar. He's, he's liar. Try, he's and try, that, I know he thinks that, that it's okay to do that. And I know that the pandemic is less deadly right now, but that is incredibly irresponsible and shitty to do, to be to be disingenuous and to try to skirt around the truth and act like you're smarter than people to subvert, you know what I mean? Well, let me just let me just tell you for for the fucker that uh was the 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 picture of morality, at least in his golden world, and like was on his high horse about how how he was the like the 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 in the right and a good person and and oh my gosh how awful are the people in the Packers organization and it's like 
My God, dude. So you're going to be Mr. Like, you're going to be Mr. Fun Guy in these post pressers without a mask when, like, it's just, that was what blew my mind the most. Like, testing positive for COVID-19 is terrible. I hope he's okay. Like, that's my, like, that's my first thought. My second thought is, wait, did you make it seem like you were vaccinated and, like, kind of just straight up lie? And it's like, yes. Yeah. And and not only that, unvaccinated players have to follow a certain protocol. So where is your mask? And not only that, because of uh, these protocols, the earliest the dude's back is the night before the next game. Not even this. So so he, he who knows how many he could miss? Like especially if there's like a, a mini outbreak and like the the protocols are different. Like, you have to wait longer when you're an unvaccinated player. And I was I was having this conversation uh, yesterday to somebody at work because like. I had to talk to somebody about it. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, like, yeah. you know how you know what I mean. But I was like, I, I invoked what I said to you earlier on the you're show. Just like, hey, do you watch football? And they don't. Do, really. do you it's do like, you know yeah. football? I'm like, you know who Aaron Rodgers is, and they're like, everybody does. You know, he's he, yeah. you've dated two starlets and you've got a Super Bowl ring. You everybody knows who you are. But it's true. Uh, the uh, the whole the whole thing is, I invoked what I said to you earlier in the year, where it's like Tom Brady would have two vaccines if he could. Like he would have put four needles into both legs and like, uh, you know, in, in the spirit of winning, regardless of how he feels like. And I just think that's the difference. That's just another testament of like, I don't know, man, this guy, this guy was doing him and that's fine. But he wanted to have his cake and, and eat it, too. And he's he doesn't strike me as much of a team guy this week. You know what? Say what we've said what we will actually about all of these other guys, notably quarterbacks that chose not to get the vaccine and Lamar didn't you know, lie. Fu- fucked around. That's exactly what I'm getting to. And fucked around with like their response and talked about HIPAA and talked about this is a private decision and it's personal. But at least they didn't fucking lie and try to, you know, like skirt around the truth or whatever or say on the back very, what a clever lie yeah very specific things that could be misconstrued or whatever yeah, or the letter of the that. law he's a piece of shit i don't like aaron Rodgers. i have said good things about his play i've said good things about him before and this offseason and this season specifically has soured me on him he just Fuck switched him. to i shouldn't just, have to be a good dude towards a green bay quarterback anyway i'm a bear he just switched to villain mode like if you listen to if you listen to to the first season of like of this show like like all the way leading into like the like the like offseason bullshit i was as high as on well. rogers <laughs> I was as high on Rodgers as I am about Brady or anybody, like very kind. Like I feel like very kind, very respectful. I remember early on in the show talking about how I would drink the man's blood. Like I was like, I was kidding, but I was like, this is the guy. And uh, I've bowed to him for many years. I don't know where this like is coming from. Like I, I yes, me hating the bears. I think it's funny. He told the crowd he owns them. But it's like that's one little that's one little dot in in. Uh, it was if badass. You out, if you zoom out, it's a very big impressionist fucking baning of all these weird fucking things he's done this year, uh, that make me kind of dislike the dude. So, I think he's kind of egocentric. Um, he loves Aaron Rodgers. He loves like Aaron he's Rogers. yeah he has no, very, more than very anybody high opinions of himself. <laughs> yeah, oh it's my whatever. God. I like I'll just say this really quickly. I didn't think he played all that well. Do, well, do you want to hit on some more topics that are big right yeah, now? Yeah, we'll keep. Uh, let me knock through just a few quick more news things, and we'll just. Uh, I'll let you have the floor. Um, OBJ 
His dad posted that video. Dude, so weird. Like, and he was dad... active in the comments. And I think that's why he's not there. Because what I've what beyond. I've read is essentially it was the team saying don't come. It was. It was. Because at first thing. I thought yeah, it was him saying, it. you didn't trade me. I'm not even going to fucking come to work. No, that's no. What the, I team thought said, it was. the team said don't worry about it. Just so then out. how do you not trade him when all of that's happening? I don't think they wanted to trade not... him. I don't think they so wanted to trade him. So you don't trade him and then you just don't, you don't let him come you back? Don't... It's not a matter of letting Aiden when his when his dad <laughs> is like I mean just think about it be honest with yourself like it, when his dad is posting these like videos like highlighting all the times his son is open and like saying like if Baker's purposefully not targeting him because he's hating and like stuff like that if that's happening along with the trade deadline just because he's just because this dude's rumored to get traded at the trade deadline does not for any meaning at like moment at all I mean the Browns ever want to trade this guy why would you it's Odell Beckham Jr. Um, but I think he wants to go and his dad publicly obviously wants him to go and it's been a shit show enough, uh, in an organization that's playing, I mean, below average, uh, much worse than we anticipated, uh, based on the, upward they're four trajectory. and four. I mean, based on the upward traje- trajectory of the, the way the Browns were the last couple seasons that we were ready to call them. A potential powerhouse. So, like, you know, this is the last thing they need is out outside forces trying to stomp on a, a on a talented team that could do big things uh, in the right situation. Um, I, I I actually I'll tell you this too. Uh, we give Baker some shit on this show, and I call him corny, and like I I don't normally enjoy. He was very good uh, in in response to this in the like in the presser. Like the way the way he took it, like you you seemed like a like a grown up. Like you seemed like he was very, um, like you know just took it like a man. He's like I'm no, I'm not hurt by it. I'm surprised by it. I feel like he's like yeah. I've talked to that. He's like I've talked to that dude. I've talked to Odell's dad, man to man, lots of times, and then you know never heard anything like this. So, like it's basically like calling it what it is and. He's not there to, to mince words, but he's also not there to gossip about it. I, I respected the way he handled it. I'm a little over I'm a little over the Odell Beckham Jr. thing. Like I've been over it. It seems like, like since year three or four, it's been hashtag free OBJ like every yeah, year. Yeah, as as like LeBron all, James tweeted again. It's like, are you guys ridiculous? Like I get it good stats was, for three years, but there was a unified approach to this because you don't just magically have an eleven minute cut up of missed uh routes where you're open. Like ready to you know what i mean you had that ready to go because you your team put it together you, know you don't mean? think odell beckham senior is a film editor like me no <laughs> i mean he could be but i'm just he's saying just that doesn't magically just his office that that's been playing so i mean he's he's got a lot of drama he's a talent whatever there's a lot of people and a lot of statistics that have said that the browns operate better when he's not on the field i mean it is what it is it's just to me extremely weird to not trade him during the deadline and then also be like, you're not welcome because you're getting nothing in that at that I point. I don't think As they the said you're not welcome. They said, hey, you're being dramatic. Don't come to practice today. Yeah, like, but this is the second day in a row it's happened. Sure, but would you want him to come to practice fucking up your... your... No, I would have so traded I, him. I guess I don't understand your position. I, they should have traded him. But why? That's your player. Okay, so let me let me say this really quick. Do you expect him to play any more games with the Browns? He sure as fuck should. I don't think that will happen. I think that there's a chance they'll cut him. Interesting. 
That would. That's okay, what I that mean. Would, then that would. Be I a don't think he's going to play for them again. Blunder. Yeah, yeah I don't think problem. he's going to play for them with with the attitude that he's brought to it. I don't think he's going to play for them again. And I think that they missed out on compensation because do you get compensatory picks if a guy is cut right after the deadline and picked up, or is that an off season thing? Because that's uh, part of the reason why teams didn't his, trade some players. What's his contract like? How many years is Heavy? he left? With, but how many years? Is he I'll left look it up. Well, but it's not no it's not a contract here. Is all I need to know. Yeah, it's not. Okay, so so then that means like I would just I wouldn't cut him. I would just get get through the season and then trade him in the off season if that's if that's what you think. But no, man, like I pay, I paid to have this player on my team. He's very good. He gives us a chance to he gives us a better chance of winning than not. So like, I'm not trading that player. And not I, even I if they reach a settlement with him or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, it looks like he's signed through 2023. I don't know. Damn, it, with it, a cap number of fifteen million, like every year, but he has no guaranteed money in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three, is what so, I'm seeing. So, so if he, he played, were, he played with a two time Super Bowl champion and future Hall of Famer and was really unhappy, and now he's playing with the best quarterback in Browns history and he's really unhappy. Um, so it's like, where is he gonna? Does he gonna be happy if he plays for Brady? Like, I'm just asking here. Like, I, I know that he Baker's won't not be cream of the crop. I know Eli's not the best quarterback of all time, but uh, pretty fucking good in Eli's case. And you know, Baker's a Heisman Trophy winner who is, at the very least, average. And if you're able to be a key piece in turning around the fucking Browns, that's like uh, about the the biggest testament to to somebody's ability, in my opinion. My thing is, like, he's obviously not a good team player. If you're Ridiculous. a rebuilding team, you're, like, maybe Jacksonville that could use, like, a, like a singular really good target for, like, an up-and-coming quarterback Trevor? to learn with. Yeah. Like, then maybe he would have been a good guy to go after, like, two years ago. <laughs> but See, now he it, too? he's like... never on the field. He's gadgety, which didn't used to be the case. And he's got huge attitude problems. So, yes, he is an upper echelon talent, but, like, what what situation is he going to fit well in? He needs uh, to mean, be a focal point or he won't be happy. He got put with his best friend from college and like childhood. And it didn't I know, work and honestly, there. Look, with a and resurgent honestly, team. Honestly, this is a team with a good defense and a good running game. So like to be to be real with you, all the receivers are are a little underserviced. That's not who Baker is and that's not who the Browns are. Um, it was in college though. Of I'll course, but I think that that's i mean i mean he, he can sling it but i'm just saying like i feel like the way this browns team is built it's really good running backs an amazing defense and i will uh, i will admit to an extent that these wide receivers are underutilized like baker is not yeah. having a good season through the air like uh, one of his worst and his body I mean, is like broken <laughs> I mean he's got a, a, his shoulder i don't even he's it's held together by like chewing gum so speaking of trade deadlines basically not being as firework laden as they should have been on the day, the day before had a few fireworks with Von Miller going from his tenured team that he was drafted to, the Denver Broncos, to the Rams, which somehow have another absolute superstar, Super Bowl MVP defensive player to go with Jalen and Aaron Donald. It's insanity. They are 
definitely obviously super bowl or bust right how now. do they trade for every like how do they trade for all these players i need to know they that, have like, two or three draft picks next the year. account the accountant uh for the los the head account for the los angeles rams is probably they probably just have a painting of that of that person like he's their star so he or she because apparently I mean, if it, i think it's sneed their gm his kids gave him like a fuck them picks uh mug apparently in any way like I guess Denver is paying either most of or all of his contract for this year, and then he's a free agent next year. The problem is they are going to be a very thin team that's top-heavy in the near and long term because they have all of these older veterans, except for mm-hmm. Jalen, who's pretty young. Most of them are hovering around 30 or older that they're superstar players. Not Aaron Donald. And he's not 30, is he? He's like 29, okay. I think, 28, 29. He's, he's older 20s. He's still obviously going to be good for a long time. But he's in his top earning years. You know what I mean? So they're top heavy. They don't have a lot of depth. And they don't have a lot of draft picks to acquire more depth. So if you get a couple injuries, this precarious Jenga creation that you've made to get to the Super Bowl is going to fall down. However, what a cool pickup. This is very Madden shit. Having a Super Bowl MVP, one of the best, if not the best, pass rushers of the last 10 years on on the team with the best defensive player in the last like seven years. So, I mean the, the, like you said, these Rams are bull or bust and, um, with this caliber of roster, they deserve to go back to the super bowl. Uh, let's see if they can put it together. I, I mean, man, I gotta tell you, I just, I just did not anticipate this is what the season would look like. Like it's like, a weird, it's a really weird year right now. You know, we had a COVID year, and we were stuck inside, and so were the players, and there was no fans in the stadium, and there was some weird stuff going on, and we thought we were wrought with storylines. And no, this is like – this season compared to last year is like those commercials of how it feels to chew five gum. <laughs> like like there is <laughs> – there is, there's Stimulate too much – this is too much happening for my fucking little Stimulate mortal brain. Stimulate the senses. Like, yeah. it just, it's just wow. What a – like all these teams are doing crazy shit and they're really going all in. I mean like imagine – I mean, the Cardinals and the Rams are in the same division, and they're both what, like six and one, seven and one, like. Yeah, and the Cardinals so, beat them. It's so gross, man. Like it, it's just crazy. Well, so, speaking of the Cardinals, uh, Green Bay and the Cardinals played Thursday night football last week, a game that we were very excited for. In my opinion, well, Luke, pit, firstly, Luke picked Green Bay. He won. That was the that was the decider for the picks for the week. I can't keep my train of thought with that. I know. I know you hate that. Sorry. Though I do feel that the Cardinals absolutely should have won that game. A lot of memes coming out about A.J. Green doing the unthinkable in the corner of the end zone. I don't know what the fuck was going on. If he somehow thought he was run blocking, who knows? I still think my Cardinals pick was was the correct pick, and it was just crazy fate that struck. And I didn't think Aaron Rodgers played that fucking good in the game, if I'm being Mm -hmm. completely honest. I was not super impressed with them. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a, the Cardinals game to lose, and they lost it. And and yeah. and it was a weird, fluky ending. Like with, I mean, just like a really weird walk off interception. Like it, it, it just like stuck to the glitchy. guy's hand on top you know of I mean? everything else. Yeah, it felt like glitchy. Okay, it felt like let me just say this really quick. I started a second season on a Bears franchise. My first game was against Tampa Bay. I tried to do some crazy shit and not run the clock out right 
They were on like the 10 yard line because I turned it over on downs trying to get extra points. They had two seconds left, no timeouts, 90 yards to go, right? They throw a Hail Mary and I brought the safety up to try to get a sack. So I had enough people there. We tipped the ball into the air. It like fell on Scotty Miller's helmet while he was running forward and stood there for like five yards and then fell into his hands. 90 yard touchdown, game winner. That's kind of how this felt. It like AJ Green's controller disconnected. And then the cornerback who Aaron didn't know his name, Russell Douglas, I believe, the ball just like hit his palm and just stuck there. And then he just turned and ran to the crowd with it. And everyone's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And it game over. Interception. That fella, that fella honestly is like the feel good story of the week. Like he was on the Cardinals. Well, uh, like the a, Jets a quarterback of, is the. Well, you're a good point. That's a good point. But at the moment, before there were no games on that, after Thursday, that was the feel good story is like that dude was. On uh was on the Cardinals, then cut, then on the streets. Packers pick him up. He'd been in the building for like ten days and like wins the game like in an insane fashion. It's just really really nice. Um, you cut you you cut me off on on Derrick Henry and Jameis Winston stuff, but we can do it in the game recaps because your transition was so silky smooth. I was I'm sorry. I know You're we have so a good. bit of a timeline. Okay, you so know. let's go straight to it's Mike White, correct? Yeah, QB. Mike White needs to get spanked white for setting traps. The Bengals are a team I've been extremely high on. Still are. What a fluke of a game for them. You have to play every week. You have to come prepared. I think Joe had a fairly good game. I wasn't really keyed on this game that much. I thought it was going to be an easy win for the Bengals. Open However, case. <laughs> Mike White has a jersey in the Hall of Fame now. The best First start of a, of a quarterback ever, and good for him. He had 400-plus passing yards with Cam Newton in their first start, second QB since the 1950s. 34-31 Jets. Second only to, to Cooper Rush's debut, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, um, this doesn't reflect well on Wilson, but it also could just be a huge fluke. So it is what it is. What a crazy game. Good for him. Uh, kind of pissed the Bengals are not I don't think they're ruling out I don't think they're ruling out Mike White being the starter going forward if he keeps it up like it's Well, it's, wouldn't you if he does it again? Of course not, but it's just wild to have your first round draft pick and like it, it's just crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that question is necessarily cuz Are just, you ready for another transition? I am. So tease just ice cold QB takes of the offseason, the likes of which he thought were scolding hot. Couldn't be farther from the truth. We have a T update. He is officially out on the QB of this next game. Carson Wentz dropping a game to the Tennessee Titans with the last second game winning field goal in overtime where Carson Wentz started hot and then threw the most disgustingly stupid pick from the like edge of his end zone pylon, just getting tackled by four dudes tossing it straight up in the air for Elijah Molden to get a touchdown, throwing another pick in overtime. He's officially out on Wentz, Luke. You're gonna I don't know fry. about Wilson yet. You're gonna fry. You're gonna fucking fry. Uh, I mean, hey, welcome to the club. I, I, I don't blame him for the optimism. I actually root for optimistic fans. And so if I'm T, I have to make myself believe in the offseason that that is the move that turns around the Colts. But I'm not T, and I'm not a Colts fan, so I really didn't think that was the move that was going to turn around the Colts. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like I, I, I feel, I feel bad about it. I've, I've been pretty vocal about how I feel 
about Carson Wentz, the quarterback, save for his like MVP caliber season many moons ago. And he didn't even win his own Super Bowl. Your boy Nick Foles did that. So, Dude, if I'm them, I'm finding – well, I already would have tried to find a way out after that performance, but I would be picking up a Cam Newton and not surrendering a first – Round I heard, to, uh, I heard to New Orleans. Eagles. I heard New Orleans. Uh, there's a rumor that New Orleans will reach out to Rivers. Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, I'm just saying, if you continue to play Carson Wentz, you're sitting at a precarious <laughs> position where if you ha- if you end up with a bad record and a top half of the first round pick, you're gifting it to the Eagles because you just kept playing a guy that was losing you games and getting gaudy statistics at other points he is a walking time bomb he always invites contact he always goes for the big play i find a lot of comparisons to fields right now but it's just it is what it is like he's done this multiple times t's like all right a couple weeks ago he said he's had a couple bad ones he had a shovel pass right to a guy he did it again for a touchdown and then threw a pick in overtime so it is what it is we weren't high on him I don't know who should be high on him right now. It, it's enough to make a, it's enough to make a grown man cry. And they did injure Derrick Henry. Go ahead, hit me with it. He was my first pick on my fantasy team, so that is a little bit busted right now. Well, it's just a, uh, it's I love a good running back. Like I love a good running back, and I love old school football. Uh, Derrick Henry is both those things. Um, When's the last running back that carried his team like? Like uh, Derek does, Peterson. that you can think of. I was thinking Peterson yeah, as well. Peterson for sure. Um, like uh, there's not Derek Henry is 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 in that ilk, and there's not many that that fit that uh, category. But it's I mean for sure, and and that weren't you know obviously the fucking Titans agree um, because I was with, setting that up. Yeah, with Henry uh, out for a season, they went and and talked to the Wiley veteran. Uh, Adrian Peterson, and they're bringing him off the streets. My man's rocking a single fucking digit uh, with the Titans. Number eight, Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, obviously he's not the... What is the, this? Julio Jones, Adrian Peterson. Is this a fantasy draft on Madden 2012? Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, I mean, name brand alone, it's nice. And You get Peterson in the end zone, or you need him to, to scat for some yards, he's going to be able to... Or I'm, I'm sorry, I meant to say red zone. Uh, he will get in the end zone, though. Uh, you need <laughs> him to do that, and you need him to, to to do some pickups here. He can still do it. We saw him do it with Washington. Um, we saw him do pretty well with Detroit when he needed to. Uh, he is He's not a young man anymore, but I think he's – That guy um, always has a chaw in. That's the thing. He he does. He's always he's gonna have a he's gonna have a fat dip in, and he's gonna run for ten and shake some some fools if he needs to. Um, I, I don't. I mean, obviously, that's a quick band aid, and it's not gonna fill the void of Derrick Henry. Um, but I think it's a very smart and cool pickup. Very fun. I was He's thinking the about last I was just running back it to you guys. That reminded me laying it to you guys like the fr- that franchise has the market fucking cornered on on iconic running backs and that have now been on like on the roster. I was running it through. Yeah. I was like Earl Campbell, Eddie George, Chris Johnson. Uh, Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson, like those are those are Giants. Nay, those are Titans. I mean, Earl Campbell was an Oiler, but who is that other running back that was with uh, CJ Two K? Was it Lindell White? White, White yeah, L- Lindell that was White. Reggie Reggie Bush's Robin. Reggie Bush's in, running in college, mate, yeah, yeah. 
I couldn't remember his first name, but I was like, Batman. I loved Lindell with Lindell White in college. Dude was big. He was a hassle to bring down. All right, let's push forward. Very cool to see Adrian Peterson coming back. You know that he is within reach of a couple more notches on that career list, trying to knock some names down like he should. If he wouldn't have had some of the situations arise with his injuries or his like off the field, like one issue he had, then maybe he would be higher up on the list, you know? So yeah, there's no, you can't discount Adrian Peterson, but I have, I have next to no forgiveness of, uh, of us taking the W and not letting him, uh, break Dickerson's record. Like I have no forgiveness for that. He missed it by like 17 yards or something. Uh, like, and we still had time on the clock and could let him run more. I'm just like, I, I, I hate it. I absolutely hate hey, it. I'll never forgive the bears for not letting Mitch go for the record against the Buccaneers a few years back when they were shit. He had six touchdowns. He could have had more. I hear you. Completely it, it, different. Completely different. Yeah. I'm like, this is the, this is the record. Like, uh, it, it bums yeah, me out he, this day. Mitch could was, have gone for the NFL record in passing touchdowns. I know it was exciting too, because um, like the win, winning the game got the Vikings into the playoff. Like, so that was the, the objective, but it's like, I'm sorry. I'd rather, I'd rather Christian Ponder not get his win and Adrian Peterson gets his record, but. What a name. We bring up Ponder far too often for what he deserves. Uh, Rams beat on the Texans. We already hit on the Rams getting Von Miller. They are 7-1 and one with the Cardinals, but they have the head-to-head win. Next, we have the Steelers beating the Browns. Um, a little unfortunate for me because I've been high on the Browns, and now it's the Baltimore Ravens that are at the top of the division. The Browns are at the bottom. That's the Baker. Steelers I know. You know, <laughs> you know I, mean? I didn't really see much of the game, but I did see Baker pick up a first down with his legs and get slammed on his shoulder and like fucking throw his tomahawk forward for a first down. Everyone's like, yeah, Baker, a lot of guts. However, they have some negative storylines and they're drastically underachieving for what they should be. I don't think it's a good situation that they're in. It really, I mean, it's it's really not. Um, I, I wouldn't want to be there. I, I, I trust Stefanski uh, enough. Like, with him at the helm, I think he can, like, you know, settle this tie. They all trust him. Um, but, yeah, they're not, I don't know if they're going to make a playoff run nearly as deep as they did last year. I think this might be. I don't a, even know a, if they're going to make the playoffs. A, that's what I'm saying. It might be a little bit of a backstep this year, but I, I don't think, I don't think we should count them out for good. I'm not going to count them out. I like them, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs if they keep up at this pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, a staggering pace, however, is the pace to 44 points that the Eagles took against the Lions, who had six. 40-burger. The Lions are 0-8. Not good, Dan Campbell. Did you pick the Lions? No, I – well, I threw that paper away. I don't think – yes, I did. I did. I picked them to get their first win. Okay, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna make sure, because uh, I, I could have seen that going. I could have seen it. Yes, going I that did. Way. I, yes, I did. I picked them to get their first win. I guess yes, I did. I could have seen it going that way too, but no, they got absolutely just gobsmacked by Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts and the and the Eagles. Uh, tough year uh, for the Lions. After we praised be. them for being fighters, they're like. <laughs> They what? are, and they were, but this is kind of what I was bringing to you last week before we got to this uh, this shellacking by Philadelphia. I was like, how long can you keep grown men bought into this? This isn't high school. Like, you know what I mean? 
not everybody can can go into battle and go zero and eighteen like me and you in high school and and love every minute of it. Like these are grown men; they got families to feed. Not everyone is as strong as us. No, we are we are we're God's strongest soldiers. We were we were dreamers, you know, and that slowly got killed throughout the course of two varsity seasons. All right, I can hear you in my ear, but I'm getting coffee. Keep rolling. You do so. That's perfect because we're going to talk about 49ers Bears. In what was the oh, best was game fire. of Yeah, the best game of Justin Fields' career was also maybe the best game of Debo Samuel's career who absolutely just fucking destroyed us and gashed us for huge uh, yards after reception. Fields had one of the coolest plays I've ever seen. Actually, two of them. He had one where he rolled left and hit Jesse James in the corner of the end zone, throwing across his body. It was jaw-dropping. And then later in the game, on a fourth and one, he rolled out right. You could tell that the defensive ends were instructed to set far outside because they were anticipating rollouts. So I believe it may have been Nick Bosa, but maybe not. But the defensive end was ready. Justin Fields had to put on the brakes, skirted, almost fell down, juked, reversed field, took it up the left sideline while Jason Peters put Fred Warner in a body bag. I don't know how that was not an illegal hit. Uh, Justin Fields takes it to the end zone on that fourth and one after reversing. It was jaw-dropping. We've seen like five different camera angles of it by now as Bears fans, and that's really what it is. You just latch on to the one or two cool plays that Fields makes. So as Bears fans, we essentially just latch on to the one or two good plays Justin makes per game, hoping that he has a good game because he's had two historically bad ones. The real story of this game was how poor our defense played without Khalil Mack, with Eddie Jackson going down early in the game. And no Bears fan has been high on Eddie Jackson the entire season. However, it was extremely notable in our back half that we were not sound, we were not zone sound, and we were getting absolutely decimated by Jimmy G, of all people, in the passing game. Usually that's a really good running game with the San Francisco 49ers. Justin would make a good a good drive, he'd make a good play, and immediately our defense would give up huge plays. As of right now, as of after the game, I was very high on selling. I thought we should get rid of Allen Robinson. I thought we should get rid of Akeem Hicks because he's older and oft injured and not making as many impact plays. And I would entertain a few other players. However, the Bears didn't do anything. They did shit all because they have lame duck GM and head coach who are fighting for their jobs. Why the fuck wouldn't they? So it is what it is. This is not going to be a good second half of the season for the Bears. I got I'm, not I'm much sure good to say. I've so. got not much I've got not much good to say about it, Luke. I don't know what you want. What do you want me to say? Nothing. I, I honestly just Khalil Herbert's with, fun. Just a recap of the game was fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd say more. It's just I'm very down on it right now. It's it's depressing to see. Oh, hey, I I'm 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 in that camp a little bit. We'll get there. We'll get to you. Panthers beat the Falcons. Darnold's not so great. He's he's I don't know. I didn't watch that game very much. Do you know anything about uh, it? So what's going on? So is Darnold all of a sudden like, is he in the in a camp where they're not gonna? They're considering not starting him. Like, is that what I'm hearing? Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about that right now. I know he started. I know that they had to give up draft compensation to get him. And if I'm not mistaken, they picked up his fifth year option too. So, but didn't he get? You didn't can, he get? Uh, he got benched yeah. last week. Not this. That's what game. I was. Okay, for okay, PJ okay. Walker. Got it, got it. Thank you. That's what I had in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. 
Um, but let me tell you this. He's uh, listed as uh, limited in practice right now, Sam Darnold. Um, he left the Sunday's win over the Falcons with a concussion. And Oof. he's made enough progress in the concussion protocol to be on field at Wednesday's practice, but he's extremely limited, so he may not even play. He's extremely limited in, in not turning the balls over, too. That's uh, true as well. Dolphins lost to the Bills. I can't think of a worse uh, mental health situation to be in than Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Uh, all the talk about them trading for Watson, which did not come to fruition, him not playing well, a 1-7 Dolphins team that coming into the season looked like they could actually compete for a playoff berth, not good. Yeah, you can kiss the season. I mean, the season's gone, so not only do you have nothing to, to like fight for, but you also know that the entire country and your organization were trying to get you out of there. Like you know, everybody, everybody was waiting for Deshaun instead of you. Like I wonder how that feels to be Tua. Um, I, I think he's a headstrong kid. I, I think that um, he's mature. Uh, beyond his years, I really, I really am a Tua fan. Tua the guy, anyways. Uh, not that I don't love his game, but I, you know, I want him to step up and perform so he can um, be the guy. Like I want him to be like known and treated as the guy. And some some quarterbacks come into a, a situation and they're given those chances to be the guy unquestioned time and time and time again. Uh, I don't believe Tua has ever gotten that chance in Miami. Especially yeah, as agree. a first round draft pick, like you need to treat those guys as such. Um, and I, and he's always felt like, I don't know, like the, 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 and it was it was a gutsy draft pick in the first place by them since he he had such a tough injury in college and he's a lefty. Like there's a lot going against it, but so doesn't that mean you need to like really go all in on this dude? In, in order to get the best out of them, if, if they were if very that, tepid the entire time. That's what I'm saying. You can't team. do that. Like you cannot do that. Like half. If I'm, what was he like work. at the tenth overall pick? And it's like, yeah, like not quite what happened with Josh Rosen, but you gave up on him so quickly. I mean, what, what's maybe the, what's the point? Maybe like, they're seeing something behind the scenes in practice where it's like, fuck, this guy does not have it. And we fucked I guess, up. but do I do I trust do I trust the brass in Miami uh, uh, the past thirty years over I, over myself? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Over yourself. Uh, I'm being serious. Something... Marino didn't even get a Super Bowl. Like like, yeah, what do you want right. from me? They had the only undefeated season though with Greasy. Yeah, in the fucking seventies. Like, but don't and, forget and don't it. Get me wrong. It's iconic. I'm I, I'm all about it. Don Shula for life. But you know, Larry fucking Sonka. history buff. What do yeah, you not know? I'll do it. I'm just saying, like, yeah, way to go 14-0. Give me a break. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the the Patriots beat the Chargers, and this slide for the Chargers is not what I expected. I thought Herbert wouldn't have a bad game like this. I didn't see too much, but I, but seeing Mac Jones outplay Herbert is not great for me. It's great you for like me. It. It's great for me, but not even as a Mac Jones and Patriots, like, Enthusiast you don't want the Chargers to be good yeah, when you play them. I but the play, Vikings, I'm going, bro, a week from Sunday. The Vikings I'm going are to playing SoFi. the most depressing style of football that I've ever seen. So count your. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, Seahawks, do you got anything for that one? No. Uh, I'm pleased to see it strictly because 
I don't want to lose to the Chargers when my mom bought us tickets for like it's her birthday. And that's completely <laughs> fair. And it's a really cool stadium, and you don't want to see a loss in it. It'd be fun to celebrate a victory. The Seahawks beat the shit out of the Jaguars. The Jaguars are not good. They're in contention for the number one overall pick again. I actually wonder what they would do with it. I would trade it and get more capital, but I wonder if they'd take Kevion Thibodeau from Oregon, a really good pass rusher. Next, we had Broncos beating the football team 17-10. to 10. You have Mile High Teddy, and you have a Heineke, and you have a loss. And what do you have for that? I, I see you're petting a cat. I got distracted. They're yelling at the I have a cat yelling at me, so yeah. I'm going to call him over. Yeah, just being a little shithead. Nah, it's man. my boy. That's it's my, my son. S- Let me through. It's my son. That's my boy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Broncos are obviously sellers, so they don't feel too highly about their prospects for the rest of the season, in my opinion, if they're going to be trading Von Broncos, Miller. Like Broncos are the kings of the Band-Aid QBs. Like, what's going on there? They are. I don't know. Like, they need to get – I mean, they're going to probably try to hitch their wagon to Aaron in the offseason, but why would you? He's a liar. And he should be probably suspended for the rest of the season. If Taylor I mean, Taylor if brought honest. that, she's like, I kind of I laid it out to her. I was like, so here's what's going on. I laid it out to her unbiased. I'm like, here's the protocols that every player is expected to follow if they're unvaccinated. And here's this dude saying he kind of making it seem like he was. He said he was immunized, and then was on all these pressers without a mask on. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah. She's like, Wait a minute. Wouldn't that shouldn't that would that player be suspended? And I was like, I mean, you would think, right? Like, you would think. There's n- Let me just say there's no way they will. He makes way too much money for the NFL. But oh, they probably should, at least for uh, like a game I mean, or two. Look, the NFL uh, is uh, anything but the uh, the moral compass of, uh, of humanity. So uh, nothing's going to happen. Uh, and they're very – they're consistently inconsistent on the way they attack uh, – bouts of morality let's just leave it at that you are absolutely right um the second of three you know star stars of the week of the backup quarterback was trevor simeon who came in for an injured jamies who ended up like losing the rest of the season due to a acl i think Jameis pcl out as well for, out for a season man crazy very sad i know you give me shit because jamies has I- no, no, I, I don't, issues. I don't, I don't, I don't. I just, that's me giving you the double standard because. Right. Uh, I'm not like, he's not like my favorite player or anything. He's just goofy as shit and fun to watch because he's a, quarterback, a big play waiting to happen a quarterback on that the can, defense or offense at any moment. A Heisman Trophy winner, a big arm can can pop off like look of course like 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 crab legs uber drivers we know the stories <laughs> i just uh, he's a blast to watch and yeah he's fun in interviews too so uh, it's it's a bummer for the saints i honestly um based on the preseason i was so blown away by this dude i was like hell yeah like good for him uh and i thought um i thought things i mean of course you can't factor in for injury you never know what's going to happen on any sunday but I thought that he may have like was gonna really cruise with New Orleans this season. Uh, like I, I really, I, I think I missed on that because I thought he was gonna like really thrive. And he's not not I mean, thriving, but he just was kind of like middle. He's been up and down, is what it is. And Sean Payton couldn't even tame the beast that is his turnovers. You know what I mean? So right. we'll see what they do if they go after a Cam Newton, if they go after another guy, or if they stick with their in-house options. Um, Simeon played okay. 
but he's been pretty poor in the past. The Buccaneers dropped this game. It's 36-27 Saints. I don't think Tom played very well. He looked very, very uh, upset on the sideline. He took sacks. He took a lot of hits. I'm not saying like too much about it, but one could argue that with a competent QB, the Saints are ahead of the Buccaneers at this point in the NFC. I think I think it's just a lump. Personally, I think that's just the Bucks taking. Do you think the Buccaneers are going to win that division? I think the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. They might be a wild card team if they lose to the Saints again. I'm just telling you. They might uh, not even make the playoffs if they lose a couple more no and they way. don't win their division. There's no way. I would I would I know, just that's just a scenario, just saying. Um I, no, I, I think that they're gonna be A okay. But it is a surprising loss. I, I think it's just I, I chalk that up as a mid season lump. There's uh, everybody's gonna have them. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have them. And including the Vikings against the Cowboys. In is that where we're at? Yeah. That was tough. Um, so it was Halloween, uh, my wife's birthday. We were in Disneyland uh, doing some celebrating. I got to live blissfully uh, in terms of like in terms of <laughs> blissfully media. unaware. I mean, seriously, like I had a blast uh, with my wife. We did a I really did... good job of not messaging the group. You chat guys did good, but that. let me tell you what how how perfectly everything timed out. My phone died at like four. The Vikings game was at like five twenty my time. So my phone completely died. I'm at the parks. And so I'm like, well, good. That's a great thing. I had set it up to, to record on my Sling TV I got just for football season. Um, good. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, uh, So I, on one hand, I was a total caveman with no phone and all that other stuff. But on the other hand, I was living the life of like uh, Buck Rogers in 2004 with the DVR and stuff where I was like, if nobody tells me what's happening and I go home tonight, the game is new at 10 p.m. Like, you know what I mean? And, I used to do that a lot when I was in the military. It it's was really so difficult. hard to not get the updates. It's so difficult. Uh, I couldn't have done it without the dead phone. So and then when you phone. get it, even if your phone—that's funny. Even if your phone is on, and you like get a buzz on your phone, you're like, "Fuck, what happened?" You know well, what I mean? Like I remember that. that used to happen a lot for Ohio State games for me. Well, my social media is also dominated by Viking stuff. Like I follow all that stuff, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see it anywhere and everywhere if I open my phone. Uh, and it's a family thing too. So you never know if like my, my mom will text about it or something like that. So, um, I was able to, to go in unaware and I will honestly, so when I flipped it on uh Sunday night late, I was watching, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Dak's not playing. And like, I was like, Oh my God. Like, and then we came out and we were, we always come out hot. We, nobody scripts the first drive. Yeah. Like the Vikings. Uh, so came out hot and I was like, and we were pass rushing Cooper Rush. Like, I mean, we were going for him. And I was like, well, you know what? I almost feel sick about this. I was like, if we win like this and we win by a lot, it's kind of like lame because it's not the real Cowboys.dak. And then by the third quarter, I wasn't feeling that way anymore uh, because we we lo- we took the foot, our foot off the gas like we often do. Um, and we let... Cooper Rush like sail a touchdown over the middle to kick off like the second half like uh and it was like I gotta tell you man it really took the air out of the room <laughs> and then from then on we like I mean I don't know what the deal with the Vikings like I understand the ideology behind being conservative with a lead but 
it's like the opposite. It's like it makes it look like we're trying to lose sometimes, and it's really tough. I want to tell you, I want to tell you a very, 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 very batshit stat that's meaningless as fuck, but very weird. Go ahead. Uh, the Cooper rush to Amari Cooper TD is the first in NFL history where the passer's first name and receiver's last name are an exact match. Cowboys <laughs> also have the only pass TD where the passer's last and receiver's first were an exact match. Andy Dalton to Dalton Schultz in week 11 of 2020. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Both of these touchdowns were game winners against the Vikings. No. Uh, yeah. Is that the most weird fucking like mind blowing simulation shit? I mean, the Cooper rush to Amari Cooper is weird enough, but you factor in the Dalton like aspect both to against, it and both against, game the Vikings, against the Vikings. I, it's I a mean, little surreal. It's pretty weird. Uh, were they both but, on? Were they both on Halloween? No, they Night? weren't. But last okay. year, I think it was week eleven. But. And also this guy, I get like the way I kept being like, is that Andy Dalton? Like he filled in right, like the way he looked in the Cowboys uniform and stuff. And like I was like, this guy just look, like seems like Andy Dalton's brother. a bland white redheaded QB. <laughs> He's good, man. I I have nothing but respect for Cooper Rush. It's unfortunate it happened to our team, and but it goes to show that um, the Cowboys are definitely for real. Their record now is is getting better and better. Very and, for real. They're one of the few one-loss teams in the NFL. And can I can I tell you what breaks my heart the most though is I've been fighting for Kirk. He did not look amazing. I've been fighting for him and I will continue to do so. But the worst part of it is to watch Jefferson cook Trayvon Diggs. Cook him. Like yeah. cook him, Aiden. Like a defensive he, MVP candidate. Like making him look like a fool, and we can't capitalize on it. Like, it, like it, I mean, just, he cooked him in college too. If just I'm not was, mistaken, it if was they lined up against, mind. I was. I'm I know so Jefferson was by, a slot guy, but if I can take away anything, I'm so impressed by Jefferson, and and I love him so much. Didn't I, he I, get banged up? Yeah, he, he landed. He got like flipped and then like landed so hard. Like it looked. It, but I think he's okay. Um, I mean, he's not a physically imposing wide receiver. He's kind well, of thin. in college. You know, everybody. You know, everybody was like, they're. You know, they talked about it even in the game. Is like how everybody was like, they're going to use him in the slot. And I'm like, no way. This is my deep threat boy. Uh, but he is. He's well. He's to be a, fair, that's what he played at LSU. Yes, at LSU, because you had two. You had two pillars. You had Marshall, and you had Jamar Chase. But he's not. He's like. He's he's shown he's so much more. His route running is impeccable. I love him so much. But it's like. It's a bad beat for the Vikes. My mom was uh, finding uh, articles in the Star Tribune where, and I think I sent it to UNT, where it's like how it exposes the nepotism problem. Um, the Kubiaks. It, well, Kubiaks, but I mean Zimmer had his boy in, like his son. Uh, like, you know what I mean? And then Kubiak, uh, Gary Kubiak retires, and we hire quarterbacks coach Clint Kubiak to be an offensive coordinator. That's I'm not, you know, nep- you know, people can call it nepotism. I'm not, but I, you know what it looks like. Um, King of the run, run, pass. It's just like there's – if something's not working, like if we're consistently average to below average uh, with the way we're playing, you, you have to assume something's going to give. And I've been so patient, man, like so patient. But a loss like that at this point in the season – now we're dropping to three and four. I mean, let me ask you this, Luke, because I've I've hinted at it in our group chat. 
take away the team names and our respective fandoms, which position roster-wise would you rather be in as of right now, the Bears or the Vikings? Vikings. And coaching staff, sorry. Like the, the situation, Vikings. essentially. That's the thing. If you Why? guys weren't, Why? If you guys weren't such fuck-ups, we'd really be hurting. But we're actually not because your record's not good either. Uh, and we have more potential. Fields is great, but I don't believe you have more potential anywhere else. Like, I, I think we have two of the best receivers in the league. I think uh, I think Kirk is – I think Kirk's going to have the better career than Fields, personally. Um, I mean, statistically, maybe, but Kirk has proven time and again that he's not going to be a guy that's going to take you to the playoffs, win games in the playoffs, or, like, win big games in the regular season. For Where sure. At, and I – and he's also like taking a huge portion of your salary cap for his like how can guaranteed. You, my question for you is how can you as a Bears fan see my receivers, Dalvin Cook, uh, like and all the weapons we have on both sides of the ball, and think that the Bears is 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 a better roster? That's what blows my mind. Like I, I'll give you Fields and I'll give you uh, some some key positions, and yes, you guys have a strong defense, but there's nobody that stands out to me. Like, like we have league leaders, like in terms. So of- both of our both wide receiver far and away, it's you. I'm looking at it from a forward thinking perspective. You have Thielen, who's getting older, still really, really older. good, still yeah. super swaggy, getting paid a good amount of money. You have Jefferson coming up on his second contract, where he's gonna want buku bucks to the point where it may even be an issue for you guys, and it may become a storyline. Okay. And I'm fair. not saying that he is like a big. Uh, Odell Beckham LSU type guy but it could become a talking point you have Kirk who you're saddled to who is taking up a huge amount of money but he'll never get you anywhere you have Mond who hasn't proven anything yet hopefully he could become at least a viable like option for you at some point I haven't heard a you word about Mond like I haven't heard a word right. about him you have Dalvin who I've never been super high on though I do good, though. respect the fact that he is a good running back is is any running back worth that much nowadays, especially when you still have Montgomery on a rookie contract as opposed to not paying him as much. I don't think the difference between uh between your running back and our running back is really that much Cook's of a one of the best, Nah. Cook's one of the best running backs in the league. Just saying say what you want, but the end of last year and the beginning of this year, David Montgomery was top five running back. I like David in, like, Montgomery all statistics. A lot. I, I, and getting paid good. maybe like what, a fifth, a sixth of the salary. So there's sure. that. Ru- sure. Offensive line's both bad. You guys have kind of fuck offs at tight end with one young guy who's injured. We have fuck offs at tight end. <laughs> I guess it's not like he's like a super good guy, like for the future of your franchise. I'm looking going forward. Like I said, you have Irv Smith who's injured. We have Cole Komet who's been very average, very below average at times. Offensive lines, you guys have a more promising young one. Ours is oft injured and like heavy with veterans, stopgap solutions. But we have Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum that could maybe do something. Defense, you guys have no one in the secondary I'd be super excited about for the next three years other than Harrison Smith, who's in his 30s. We have Jalen Johnson, who is one of the best young corners in the NFL right now. We have arguably a top three middle linebacker, off-ball guy with Roquan, who's playing lights out. We have Khalil Mack, who's getting paid a lot. You guys have Daniil Hunter, who's injured again. Like, that's all I'm saying. No, I hear you. Well, here's the thing. The most important thing is the quarterback, is all I'm saying. None of it's going to matter if uh, we both keep playing, like both our squads 
keep playing little brother to the Packers, and that's the way it is. Like our our records are five hundred to below five hundred, while the Packers sit in first place at like what seven and one. Like, yeah, and- there's only one reason I can think of why neither of our teams were sellers at the at the deadline, and that's because they know something about some pending suspensions with Aaron, uh, and we're both going to be gunning for the top of the division in a play. Let me tell you, that's the only scenario. Like- that's the only scenario for either our squads to succeed is that Jordan Love comes in, Aaron is out for a little bit, they slide, and one of us upward ticks. I don't think it'll be both of us. So we'll see what I happens. I don't think it'll be either um, of us. I mean, I'm silver lining and I think I think the Vikings have enough talent to win and win now. It's just I don't it's going to take every last bit of good luck and amazing execution to make it happen. Like it that was a tough loss, man. These these losses by 3 points and like I mean it's just your defense pisses me off. Like they play in spurts where they're really good, and then they're so disheartening. Like you have a Zeke Elliott who's sort of underwhelming, breaking like three tackles to get that first down key. Amari <laughs> Cooper's plucking it and then toe, yeah. toe dragging, and I he's been agree. injured off and on. Like Is again, Cooper sorry, Rush? I'm just not super into Dalvin Cook. I don't think he's as good as you do, I though. I do respect. I respect his burst, and I do think he's like one of the better running backs in the NFL, but there's very he's few running five. backs in the NFL that I would like hitch a wagon to. And he's not one of them. That's, I mean, Hey, fair is fair. I, 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 the only gripe I have is it's not much you can do about it. It's just, he is, he's consistently dinged and that's the only bummer. Let's move on. I, I, yeah. I mean, the sil- the perfect scenario is the Packers start to suck. The Vikings have an upward tick and my life's good, but I have a feeling that <laughs> the feeling that's not on the horizon giants giants drop a close one to the chiefs i really thought about picking the giants in this one if they had saquon they win this game in my opinion uh the chiefs just don't look very good to me dude they I don't gotta look be, good at all i gotta be real with you uh watching that game monday night made me feel so much better like because i was like all right if the chiefs can look this if the chiefs and patrick mahomes <laughs> Can look this shitty against uh, an NFC East team as well. That isn't even a good NFC East team. Then maybe I feel maybe it would be worse to be a Chiefs fan. And then I was able to sleep. Yeah, I mean they have to feel worse than Vikings fans because they're drastically underachieving with the guy they just gave half, like half a billion dollars to. Mm-hmm. Like that's a completely different scenario than we are sitting in our little peasant NFC North middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made mm-hmm. me feel a lot better. I was like, "That's that's back to back Super Bowl team. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's uh, a, a team barely eking out a win against an okay at best Giants team." Um, so without was, their star player, and that was Kenny Galladay. That was riveting to watch. Uh, and Mahomes looked bad. Like in these turnovers, he didn't look are good. Bad. They um, they start off the game giving like a billion touches to Tyreek Hill as they should. Sure. Pat's turning the ball over. Some of it is miscommunication. Some of it is just bad luck. Like, it seems like he had all of these crazy plays at the beginning of his career and all of his luck is catching up right now. And it's hitting off of face masks and shooting fuck 50 feet in the air and getting intercepted when they're in the red zone. Like, weird things are happening and it's all coming to bite them all at once. But they still eked out a win. And they can go a long way by beating the Packers this week. That's all I'm saying. They could go a long way with that, even without Rodgers. All right, let's do – I got 
like 10, 10 to 12 good minutes. Let's do picks. Picks, picks, picks. All right, tonight's game, Thursday, November 4th. Uh, New York Jets fest. with with White coming to take on the Carson Wentz-led Indianapolis Colts. Oh, man, off-season T circled this calendar and was just cranking off looking at this game. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, this now. is the guaranteed win for them, and now uh, no, I mean, is there I mean, a just, potential I franchise mean, savior getting to watch on the his Jets? favorite quarterbacks, Zach Wilson and Carson Wentz, go at it? But now, oh fuck, yeah, good call. <laughs> I just wasn't even thinking of Wilson. Yeah, but now it's uh, he's it's, such a no thought quarterback. It's you Mike know? White needs to get spanked white for setting traps versus who do you got versus Frank Reich needs to get spanked Reich for setting traps. Um, I've got the Jets. Mike Ooh. Mike White stunts on him. I can't stand the Colts this season, and I feel bad because I love T. But go. Vikings, I can't T. either. I've got the Colts. I can't either, though. I just don't see it two weeks in a row for the Jets. They've been so I, bad. Consistently. I do. Good. You look, Luke. Don't get me wrong. I'm always incorrect when it comes to these picks, and you're always, always consistent. I only got you by better. two last week. I only got you by two last week. And you know it would have been even. It would have been a two point swing if. I don't know, A.J. Green just turns his fucking head. You know what I mean? Hey, man, that's the game. It's the game we love. I am absolutely sopping for this next matchup the... in the noontime slot. We have Cleveland coming to Cincinnati. Ooh, yeah. I'm taking Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think that is a very smart pick. Uh, I was been mulling this over since last night uh, because – the Bengals just looked unimpressive, but the Browns have some turmoil going on. And uh, uh, I here's what's up. I think when Burrow gets a pass rush going, like look how I'm he, in look that pocket like Burrow. Look how zeros Burrow, on zeros on zeros. Burrow had issues against your Bears defense, and when he gets rushed, he has issues. That's just a fact. Um, I think the 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 Cleveland defense would be the answer. I don't know what the Cleveland offense can do, but the defense could 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 stifle Burrow. So I'm really I could go either way. Um, I'm gonna go Burrow as well. I'm gonna pick Cincinnati. I think I think it's the I think if they win, that's like the the intersection of upward and downward ticks on those two. And I'm really, I'm really impressed with the upward trajectory of Cincinnati this season. So I'm going to, I'm going to root hopeful. As am I Denver at Dallas. I've absolutely got Dallas. Me as well. I figured as much, (laughs) this is a little bit tougher. Houston at Miami. Where do I want to go with that? That's tough. They're both really shitty teams, and Miami is, like, even more shitty somehow. That said, I would probably take Miami in this one. I think they have more talent on their roster. I'm, I'm going to take Houston, um, but only as just, like, a split. I just think that the way the, the Dolphins have been, I just – they both suck, so it does, it's kind of like six of one, half a dozen of the other, but um, just to, I, I have a feeling Houston might come through in that one. This would have been a really intriguing matchup if Deshaun would have gone to Miami. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. Rife with storylines, that would be. Imagine trading Tua, who you tanked for, quote-unquote, tank for Tua, for a guy who's got 22 pending civil charges – Probably Thank God they did it, man. I would have that really would have been a bad like, lost line. respect. What a bad look that would be to like go all in on a player you're not sure what's going to happen with like that. It, it's just a bad look. 
Next, we have Atlanta at New Orleans. Though I could see New Orleans dropping this on a weird one, especially without like a solidified QB right now, um, I'm still going to probably take New Orleans. They got Kamara. They've got a Wait, better New defense. New Orleans with Atlanta coming to town. Oh, yeah, me too. New Orleans as well. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at New York Giants. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders even with all the turmoil. The Raiders should logically win, uh, but the Giants took the Chiefs to the ropes. I mean, where is it at? Is it in New York? It's in New York. Giants. I like it. Love you, babe. Have a good day. Bye. New England at Carolina. Uh, ooh, it's a little tough. The Patriots have been surprising me. I'm actually going to pick the Patriots because – yeah, I figure you would. That's not the reason I'm picking them, but I just think they're going to eke that one out. I think they're going to be much more consistent and not turn the ball over as often. Buffalo at Jacksonville, not even a fucking thought yeah, in my mind. Yeah, move along, Buffalo. Minnesota at Baltimore, not even a fucking thought in my mind, Baltimore. Not even a thought, Luke. Go ahead, pick them. So, Give me a win. Give me a win. Baltimore should by all by all means and logic win. Um but the Vikings don't have much of a choice like they it would be they really need to get back to 500 and be at 4 and 4 so uh if they want their season to be worth anything they got to win now and win the following week too against uh, the Chargers. It it's it it's a, it's very difficult to pick them over the Ravens. The Raven, I mean, and Lamar, and it's almost foolish to do so. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We're only in the middle of the season, so I'm gonna keep turning on my heart light, as Neil Diamond put it. Uh, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I have a lot of respect for that, and I was gonna give you major shit if you picked Baltimore after waxing poetic about the situation with the Vikings. So, thank you for that pick. Yeah. Big ups to you, Chargers at Philadelphia. I'm still going to roll with the Chargers, though they have lost me points the last few weeks. And even though Philly just dropped 44 points on a hapless Lions, I'm still going to take the Chargers. It's tough, Come man. on, Herbert. Come on. I'll take, I'm with you. It's hard. You got to pick the Chargers there. Green Bay at Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City because Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. And I think he is the main reason why they've won their games. I'm picking Kansas City also, but that but note this, I could see the scenario where Jordan Love, who got all of those starting reps all summer, and like uh, all the way into like the you know what I mean, like training camp and all that. Um, there's a world where he turns it on. The, the Chiefs are on a on a on a weird downward tick, and the the Packers are dominant. So if Jordan Love can fill in fill in the blank, and we don't know, we don't know anything about him. Like, we don't, so... I'm going to note that. I'm going to put Luke doesn't know about Jordan Love, though. Yeah. In the official in the official record. Okay. There it is. Uh, I get it. The worst-case scenario is that Jordan Love comes on and plays lights out. That's the worst-case I mean, scenario as for a us. Vikings fan, but I could... Best case for them. It. Yeah, I could see it. And then fucking they, Aaron can go to Denver and everything's fine. Never the twain shall meet. Because you know they want to tell Aaron to fuck off, but they're handicapped and handcuffed by his talent. This whole situation is so fucking After annoying. what he's done with that franchise this offseason and season, you have to think that they hate his guts. 
Well, you know, right? Brett, Brett Favre was a big time drama uh, drama queen when he was there for a long time. So it's not something they're not used to in Green Bay. Um, but it was mostly like, I don't know if I'm going to retire or not. It wasn't. Um, I'm immunized. But regardless. <laughs> liar! You yeah, lied! Arizona. You lied to all of us! You're a liar! Arizona at San Francisco. Lie. I'm going to take Arizona. You're lying! They should be undefeated. Arizona as well. Yeah, they're fucking great. The Bears might have saved Jimmy G's job and potentially his career going forward by making yeah. him look competent again. They're in a rough spot, San Francisco. I'm not envious. I picked Arizona today, not. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't. Sorry, hear maybe maybe, uh, we got, maybe we talked over each other. Yeah, that happens. You certainly do. Derek, I do way that way you more do. up that you do. No, I do it all the time. Tennessee at the L.A. Rams. This may have gone a little bit more in Tennessee's favor, me weighing it if Derrick Henry wasn't out. However, adding Von Miller, all the sauce, all the heat, I'm going to take the Rams at home. So the Rams are winning, but Peterson is getting one touchdown, maybe two. That would be awesome. I would love to see it. I would love to see him get good statistics the second half of this season because he deserves it on the all-time list. The Monday night game. Chicago coming to Pittsburgh. This game could... Yeah. Monday night game. Good for you. It's exciting. I know. Um, Monday nights are good nights. squads. You know what I mean? I think TJ Watt might just eat Justin Fields' fucking face off for lunch. Justin's coming off his best game. Um, The defense is not playing well. The Pittsburgh Steelers just beat the Browns. They're kind of resurging right now. I hate doing it, and I have a lot of respect for you picking the Vikings, but at the same time, I don't want to buy you a jersey. Mm-hmm. And you I've were given you a couple wrong. potential gifts on my you're, picks this You're week, giving though. me gifts, I and I chose against the Bears last week, and I got that point. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, and I don't like it, and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but I truly do think they're going to win. It's it's actually it's a tough spot to be in. Um because I, I do think the Bears could beat Pittsburgh, I, but I don't know. It's in Pittsburgh? Yeah. I don't know how a young QB and an inconsistent like offense and defense fare in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh on, in prime time. That's tough. I could see – on the other hand, I could see field stunting. It, this is not easy. Um, they're both kind of like – they stack up pretty similarly on paper, both squads in my opinion. But you're right. The TJ Watt factor – and the Najee Harris factor. I mean, yeah, I got to go Pittsburgh as well. But I'm, I'm excited Sucks. to see what Fields does. I am a Fields fan. I'm just getting a little bit like... You know, I'm not so sure about that. You've had a lot to say about him. At some point, he's a bear now, and I'm starting to be like... Did I not say that coming into the season fly. that we had <laughs> maybe the worst offensive line in the NFL? Did I not say on last season of NFL Mayo it was more the offensive line than Mitch? That was the problem. Yeah, And now we're aware that Matt Nagy is, like I've been saying, a fucking incompetent play caller and not a very good head coach, and I think we're losing the team. Well, good luck against the Steelers. Yeah, it's going to be a letdown. It's going to make me feel really, really bad. Maybe this, maybe, I get, 
Maybe if we're lucky, the Steelers will be wearing cool throwbacks or something. <laughs> that would be interesting. You know, I get really hyped every week, and then the Bears go out and shit the bed and don't do anything about it as an organization. It's so. pretty rough. It's pretty rough out there. How's Ohio State looking? Ohio State looks nice. They beat nice. Penn State. We are ranked fifth in the inaugural BCS ranking. Or not, fuck. Uh. I'm showing my age. College football playoff rankings. I'm such an idiot. BCS, what am I thinking? Uh, This is ranked ahead of Cincinnati, who is sixth, who are undefeated right now, which Mm -hmm. is a bit surprising. But the funniest thing is that the undefeated Oklahoma Sooners are ranked eighth. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati gave Notre Dame their only loss this year, and they're some good boys. Um, Notre Dame is so frustrating to watch. You guys play three quarterbacks. Yeah. It's not. Why? Why? Because it's college. You know, don't worry about it. It's so goofy. You guys always have a multiple you think quarterback we want system. To? You think I like this? Like, we don't want that. I don't know. It, Just no, recruit he obviously does. one good quarterback. Kelly Instead loves of, multiple quarterbacks. He always has. Uh, always has. I just can't believe I thought he was related to Chip Kelly and even more so that they were brothers. And I feel I like a fucking loser. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty good stuff. This it's has been NFL Mayo. <laughs> It is. It is. Uh, is there any other big storylines from the week that you wanted to hit on, Luke? Um, let me let me check my notes. Uh, Michael Thomas is officially out for the whole year. Um, and then yeah, help me out. A player. Uh, we had a receiver. Uh, leave taken like leave the team for um mental health reasons. He wanted to like focus on his mental health. What receiver was that? Oh, Calvin Ridley. Thank you. Calvin Ridley stepped away from the Falcons, correct? Um, yes. And was basically like, you know, I have to focus. I've had a very hard time. And I love that we're in a time and place where uh, grown grown men, professional athletes, whatever, can can come straight out and say, here's what's up. Um, and so that's, that's a good conversation. Uh, and I'm glad that he's a part of it. It takes a big man to to come out and say that uh, that's uh, it's tough you know what i mean so i'm happy that the conversation is getting easier that being said i hope he's all right i hope everything's going okay i hope he takes the time he needs and and gets his stuff together but um i thought that was at least worth bringing to the table for the show yeah agreed well said and before the noon slate last week and i can't remember which channel i was on i think it was fox you had uh, Lane Johnson giving an interview about having panic attacks and anxiety disorder and taking time away from the team earlier this season as well, coming back. And you had Jay Glazer, Terry Bradshaw opened up about his struggles. And I'm like, wow, look how far we've come with mental health in the NFL. Well, never would have seen this ever in the well, past. All of these they would people- rather show some tragic backstory of some player than that. Always props to like Sudeikis and the, and the team that makes Ted Lasso too, because all like all of these NFL players and NFL fans and people of that demographic, like of that age group and stuff like us were all the key demographic for Ted Lasso. And they sneak you into that yeah. show. And then it's actually about, you know, like especially season two, like it's actually about like positive positivity and like taking on mental health and like panic attacks and anxiety and like all these like, and the implications issues. within the and then all of a sudden world. all this like the show the show is so pure and making like it's making people better people and also like saying like you know it's also british and saying fucking cunt all the time but uh like but it's a know, very good show it's yeah, like the so. one good apple tv show right now every other one i've seen has some layer that's 
kind of off about it, but that oh, one man, is. I pretty disagree. Much I think Apple TV. I I love their shit. Did you watch Physical? S- no. Oh, watch all, Physical. This is what I've seen. I'm seeing all the sci-fi fantasy ones. So C is kind of this got major issues. Um, the Foundation also has issues, watch and physical. Invasion has issues. But I have not watched Physical yet. It's so good, dude. It was like appointment TV for me and Taylor. We were obsessed with it. We were watching it like as soon as it dropped every week. It's good stuff. Is it man. Rose Byrne? Who's yeah. the actress? Yeah. yeah. It's and it's Byrne. not the one where they do like the jazzercise and then they do like the it wrestling? It is, but it's, it, it's not wrestling. It's jazzercise. What's the um, wrestling one? That's Glow. That was a Netflix show. It's done now. And um, that's not Rose Byrne? No, that's Allison Brie. And Rose. What? And also, years what was that ago, show called? Glow. But regardless, are you sure she's not in it? I promise everything. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Okay. But both well. good shows, both good shows. But I was obsessed with physical, and I'm so I can't wait for season two. It was awesome. Talk about taking on some fucking intense issues. It sure was. I have no clue what it's about. Then I will have to look into it. It usually it. takes me a couple calendar months. A couple work weeks to get to the suggestions from you, which watch, is always dumb because I always like them. Dune Part One. <laughs> oh, I love Dune Part One. Everyone yeah, knows that. I know it's very good. All right, for NFL Mayo, I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Talk to you later. Yeah.